Mike's Daily Podcast. Ladies and Gentlemen, I, Mike Matthews, feel so much better. Yay! I'm so freaking happy. Oh, what an ordeal that was. Oh, I shouldn't have even been podcasting the last podcast because I was truly, truly sick. But I didn't know. Mike's Daily Podcast. As far as I know, I just, you know, I just feel a little under the weather. No, there's no such thing as a little under the weather. You're sick. Mike's Daily Podcast. But I have lived in a radio business for most of my life. And there's this very unsympathetic view that people take. And it's like, hey, it's not that hard of a job. Just come in to work sick. That's the kind of people that talk to me, and I call them destructive. Because that's not the way to be. Mike's Daily Podcast. As I found out from my doctor, who was assigned to me at the urgent care, Dr. Reddy. Mike's. She said, Mike, Daily. You should have come in. Podcast. A week ago. Yeah. More than that. You let this go way too long. I go, well, I, you know, I really felt it on the weekend. You could have come in on the weekend. I was here. I was here. We are open on the weekend. And it's people like you that are so stoic that think you can just get through it. When you feel sick, you've got to come in. Yes, they want. They, it's true. They, some of them want our money. But Dr. Reddy seemed very adamant about the fact that look who just walked in. It's not Dr. Reddy. That you need to when okay, so she looks in my so I thought it was my ear, right? Well, first off, let's say hi to some people because they didn't, you know, I didn't get to say hi to the characters last time. Hello, my commands, it's Madame Rudabago. I am so happy that you are back. I'm putting some happy magic dust on you. Thank you. As long as it's not angel dust, but look who else is here. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the banking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we are so happy that you are back. We created a pyrotechnic show there. Yeah, explosions. Do you know that? Thank you. You have to pay for that part of the wall, though, that you just blew away here at Cafe. Anyway. 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 Yeah. So. And here's today's podcast picture. The podcast picture is of... My ear, my inner ear, and you can see it looks so beautiful. It's it's so inflamed. Ah! Okay, I would like to say this first. Urgent care, you know, I don't even have to say this, is a cluster bleep. You have to wait, 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 wait to talk to someone. It can be pretty annoying. But... Actually, that wasn't the case. I did go to Palo Alto Medical and I just, I waited a little bit and then they're like, hey, uh, we're going to your vitals first and then you'll have to wait some more. I'm like, okay. So when they check my vitals, I, I find out, hey, I don't have a flu. I don't have a fever. And then I wait a little bit longer, not too bad. And I get to go in and I meet Dr. Reddy and she looks in my ear and she goes, yeah, it's inflamed. But it's not the it's you know it's not an inner ear thing because you you've got a in like a inflammation on the top end of the canal like when you first the opening of your ear 
that little section that goes back to the eardrum, the top part was all inflamed. She goes, let me see something. And open your mouth and ah, which was painful as hell. Because I told you last show, I could not swallow. I just could not. It was every And you need to swallow to be able to talk. Your voice, your larynx needs constant saturation of saliva. And when you can't do that, it, it makes talking so freaking painful. And she's asking me, is talking freaking painful? And I said, yeah. And she goes, how's your swallowing? I go, horrible. And she goes, oh my gosh, let me look back there. And, and then she says, whoa. Hey, uh, so what have you been taking for the pain? I go, oh, some ibuprofen. I've been swallowing that. She goes, how are you even swallowing anything? I go, why? She goes, You're, you've got tonsillitis. Your tonsils are completely inflamed. It looks horrible back there. And that's what's affecting your ear. Look, I'm going to have you talk to the ear, nose, throat people. Um, of course, now that took forever because I didn't have an appointment. Hey, let me tell you something. You want to get into a field that is probably pays buco bucks and you're constantly in demand. Get into ear, nose, throat because those people are booked solid for months in advance because that was a whole rigmarole trying to get booked into seeing because I, I, I'm thinking it's an ear thing. And, and everybody, we have an ear, nose, throat person right across the hall from my work. So I walked over there and asked, oh yeah, we're booked solid through till next, you know, June, July, something. And meanwhile, I'm in pain. I can't swallow. So now I just swallowed and it felt so good. Oh, that's called winning. And then I, but they, they suggested across the hall, you could go to the urgent care. That's what we suggest. Go to urgent care. And I, I just, I don't want to go to urgent care because back in the late eighties, I had to go to urgent care because I had an infected cyst in my cheek and my cheek Grew big, big, big. I got a huge bump on the side of my face. And it was painful. And the day I turned 21, the pictures of it, thankfully, none exist as far as I know. And there was no internet, so they don't exist on the internet. I mean, there was internet, but it wasn't the way it is now. And I had band-aids all over the side of my face because they had lanced it at urgent care had lanced it and they botched that mm, up because I had a big old scar after that and it never felt quite right in fact I there they lanced it because a hair gets ingrown right oh right I'm sorry I went all millennial on you there right God. but that Eventually that hair did come out Years later I just picked at my face You ever pick on the side of your face Just kind of pick I did And I picked that And a huge hair came out Like a big corkscrew Boy Hey you know what I have that access to that sound effect That's what it sounded like And I think I have another one That kind of sounds a little bit similar Kind of well Similar to that Hey, it wasn't very appealing what came out of my face is the point. But the point is, oh, that I, I had that was a bad situation with the urgent care back then. But these people did a great job. Dr. Reddy looked in my throat and she said, okay, we'll, we'll send you up to ear, nose, throat. 
uh, and you know, meanwhile, go to the lab, double check your blood, make sure there's nothing else wrong. Oh, she checked the back of my throat for strep. And then she had me sit there till an assistant shows up to tell me what to do next, right? So I'm sitting there in this room and I'm listening to the ordeal in the room next to me because it's urgent care. You get all kinds of whatever is happening at that moment in the world is happening next door to you. And there was some old lady, I guess, who was having issue with her legs and that stuff. And they were dealing with that. And we're going to move you right now, ma'am. I don't want to be moved. Oh, we got to move you now. But I don't want, don't move me now. We're going to move you. Don't move me at this time. Do stop. No, we, we have to move you, ma'am. We have to get you out of this room. No, don't move me. And this went on forever. And I'm at, oh, as soon as they swabbed the back of my whatever, the tonsils for strep, which I didn't have, uh, I, and they left the room. I was so tired at this point because I'd been up since 3.30 in the morning. And I then proceed to get the, what do you call it? The hot sweats where you just, you get all nauseous. And you want to fall, you want to just fall onto the floor and pass out. And just, oh, that might, uh, like a stomach ache hit me. And I just felt horrid. And I'm sweating, but I'm all alone. And I, I've had this happen to me before. Usually about every time I go into the hospital or something, I get that. I don't know what it is, the anxiety, maybe a psychological, psychosomatic goes back into something that happened early on in my life. I don't know. And I just, uh, I, I, it makes it worse when there are people there because they're, what can we do? Are you okay? And they're asking me questions. And the last thing I want to do is talk. I just want to breathe and get through it. And they ask me all these stupid questions. Do you want to eat something? Do you want to get up? And I want to say, bleep you is what I want to say. <laughs> and we do this. You. And that's what I wanted to say. But I did not. And I just... Because I, I didn't have to because no one was in the room. And I powered through it and all was well. Then, oh, we're going to use this picture, by the way. Basil the Boxer, in a time when he was a little bit more of a runner. He doesn't run so much anymore. His back legs are a little bit wobbly as he's getting up there into the double digits. But here's a picture of him from the wonderful, uh, what's it called? The Peninsula. The peninsula, uh, San Leandro Peninsula Park, I think is what it's called, near San Leandro Marina. And off in the background, you see a plane that's taxiing on the Oakland Airport runway. And then behind that, oh, this is a very cool picture, is San Francisco. So see that picture now at mikesdailypodcast.com. I'll have that posted. The So I am now I take a nap as I'm sleeping through the woman's ordeal next door to me, not being moved. And... Then, okay, eventually this all leads to, after the blood work and everything else, leads to meeting Dr. Wong. And Dr. Wong, he walks right in. After I've waited in his office for about five minutes, I notice a little ear model, one of those ear models. By the way, did you ever see 40-Year-Old Virgin? And the guy, I think Steve Carell, is playing with that model of the woman's reproductive system. And he's, it's totally falling apart. And it's, well, it was basically a model like that. One of those kind of ceramic models 
only it was of the ear. So I'm looking at the ear like, what, what's wrong with my ear? So Dr. Wong walks in and he goes, hello, Mr. Matthews. And I go, Dr. Wong, is, this, is there something wrong with my ear? He goes, there's nothing wrong with your ear. Actually, what it is, is it's connected to your tonsils. Because your tonsils are inflamed, it's caused your ear to be inflamed. So that's, it's just a, it, they're connected. But it's a transfer. But it's not exactly, they're not it's the the problem is with your tonsils. He looks in my throat and he goes, "Okay, we don't have to remove them, and I don't have to go in and lance anything. There, uh, all we're gonna need is some antibiotics." And that, my friend, was the best news I have been waiting to hear for days, days. Now came the job of picking up the medicine at Costco, which I have never done before. But I go, I like their pharmacy. Because I got the Costco card and the credit card and I buy, if I buy stuff there, I get points and, you know, it just works out financially smarter. And then, uh, but I didn't know what that, it was a confused, I guess anywhere you go to pick up your, any pharmacy can be a cluster. But there's just rigmarole there. And, you know, I, but now I know how to navigate. Quick tip about Costco pharmacy. You have to check in with, just go to one of the windows that's open. They're pretty much helpful. They want to help, but you have to say, hey, I've got something that I need to pick up and then they'll direct you. Cause I waited in line. Don't wait in line. Find one of the, they've got like three windows open. Just go up to one of the windows and go, hey, quick question. What do I do to pick up drugs? And they'll, they'll, they'll tell you what to do. Cause they got their own little system. And once you go and do the system correctly, they're super nice and friendly and they were helpful. But I got a lady who couldn't speak English very well and I waited in line a while and she had just had an interaction with a guy who looked like he had been through a stroke who was having issues speaking English as well. And so that, that had gone on. And meanwhile, I can't swallow. And I'm about to pass out because I've had such a crazy day. And here I am in a Costco. What the hell am I thinking? And there's people walking around me and samples, free samples everywhere that I can't swallow. Uh, so I finally get my antibiotic. And I'm like, I since I'm in a damn Costco, I got to get a damn hot dog. So I go get a hot Let me tell you, friend. Because you're my friend Because you're just listening to this podcast And you've gone already 16 minutes into the show with me Or, or thereabouts I That freaking hot dog was the most painful hot dog I've ever eaten Every bite was just painful But I ate the hot dog Then took the antibiotic And I'm like please I hope this works Do you know that antibiotic took on Just uh, began healing in, in about four hours That baby was on fire in my system and was killing all the bad bacteria and viruses and whatnot in my tonsils. And I was already feeling, I could actually swallow about four hours later. It was amazing. Oh, so wonderful. Oh, that was my day. That was my day. And I have people to thank. Someone I work with named Sean gave me the suggestion about urgent care. The people across the hall gave me a suggestion about urgent care. Everybody basically was saying urgent care. A guy I work with, Mikey, he was telling me, oh, I got an ear, nose, throat guy. Of course, everybody, he, you know, he and every other ear, nose, throat person I contacted, they're booked solid through through June. So forget that. And, And just be aware of that. That's how it works in the medical world. 
But all in all, it's good to be back and talking to you and swallowing. I'm feeling good except for the ear is just lightly hurting when I yawn. But I can take that because so far I've had a little bit of coffee and I don't think I'm going to need to yawn or need to be called Yanni and play crappy music for you. I'm John Tesh. Oh my god, no way! Anyway, uh, we said hi to everyone. Told you about the podcast picture. Oh, here's a little interesting thing. So, I do not understand why people need to hear about 80 times that I'm coming back to work. So... Oh, this is a great picture on Bing, by the way, of a historic fishing warehouse in Trondheim, Norway. And I ran into a young girl who is a foreign exchange student from Norway and talked to her for a little bit. And they, those people are fascinating. Norwegians. They got a very interesting country. It just seems so fascinating to us Californians. It'd be cold as freaking whatever. So that's a nice picture. It looks like a very scenic place. I had told by text the guy that filled, filled in for me at my job where I work in the morning that I would be coming back today. Okay, so he responded. He got that text. Great. Uh, I emailed another guy at work that kind of oversees all the people and people's time schedules that I was coming back today. I emailed him. Then I get a text from that same guy like, are you coming back? And then I get a text later from the other guy saying, are you coming back? And then they're both wanting me to do a email to everybody saying I'm coming back. It's like, oh my gosh. Why does there have to be this much of a hassle about Mike coming back? Oh, that's, I don't understand that. That could be for a number of reasons. Maybe Wednesdays are just crazy and people just don't pay attention to anything. I guess that could be what it is. And people are like in their nuclear power plants going, Go! That was a Simpsons reference. Who cares about the Simpsons? So now that we've gone almost 20 minutes into the show, I wanted to tell you that there are ozone eating emissions, ozone destroying emissions are on the rise. Banned chemicals which can cause holes in the ozone layer are on the rise. That's crazy. No one knows what the culprit is. The hunt is now on to find and stop the mysterious source of the emissions. I don't know if you remember back when Paul McCartney got some award. Back when he was he was still getting awards for stuff. Now he, he just gets awards because he's still alive. But, I mean, he's put out an amazing amount of music. I've talked about it on the show. Not just with the Beatles. His solo things, his wings things, his collaborations with people things. Just amazing stuff. And he once got an award, I remember. I think it was the Grammys. And he's like, thank you for this award. And I just want to say, there is a hole up in the top of the world. And it's because of our ozone emissions are causing that hole. And we need to fix it. We can do it together. And we did. We fixed the ozone for a while. It was getting better. But now, for some reason, it's getting worse. Our wonderful president... Uh, Presidente Trampole He said to, to, to us 
He's a showboat. He's a grandstander. He said he calls some unauthorized immigrants animals. Yes, he lashed out uh, at an undocumented immigrant. What? Huh. He lashed out at undocumented immigrants during a White House meeting on yesterday, warning in front of news cameras that dangerous people were clamoring to breach the country's borders and branding such people as animals. Uh, He is going after California's so-called sanctuary laws, which strictly limit communication between local law enforcement and federal immigration officers, and which the Trump administration is suing to invalidate. It was hardly the first time the president has spoken in ugly and racially fraught terms about immigrants and about building a wall. I would build a great wall, and nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. But as the late, great Gary Shandling said about walls... Didn't they try the fence thing at the Alamo? Didn't we try that? (laughs) Didn't they build the wall, and then the Mexicans had what they call a ladder? True that. I got a new... Okay, I have to say, uh, my wonderful lady friend, who now she has given me the go-ahead to announce her name as DT. DT helped me so much over the past several days. A big thank you to her. Without her, I would have been probably... Oh, not not doing as good for sure. And she actually walked the wonderful Basil the Boxer for me one day. And and I was extremely thankful to her. Really helped me out on Monday when I was at my worst. And just the best. Um oh, and I also got a text from Sylvia, which I have to I have to tell you cuz she's so helpful and she gave me a, some kind of home remedy. When she thought it was my ear But it didn't end up being the ear It was the tonsils But we talked back and forth And she's like Oh Now All that kissing you're doing With your female friend That should build immunities Not bring them down So that Sylvia Always having great insights But I did want to tell you This one interesting thing My Lovely lady friend DT sends me all these links all the time And she loves reading BuzzFeed (laughs) And oh as I log on to this I can't read it because it's wanting me to shoot But she sent me this thing about you can get pasta on the go With spaghetti cones In New York City Yes spaghetti cones Remember the whole thing with your ice cream cones Your your big waffle cones Well they do something like that similarly But they're big uh, pasta cones Oh, it looks fantastic. And then she also sent me a thing about... Oh, she wants me to watch the Drunk History show. And uh, especially the one about leeches, when they were leeching that one president who spoke all day and then got a cold and then died. Uh, and then the she also had a thing about... I'm zooming through all the texts. Don't you love... Don't you, you know, you know, I haven't been in a, in a relationship in a long time. And I just, I missed that. I missed the whole, the the whole texting, the, the, the good texting, the positive texting, the not the, what, you were late. The kind of the enhancing texting that helps you 
And you're that's good. That's good. Did I did I didn't say sexting? I'm not going to get into that topic on today's show. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where you're bringing Mike's daily podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. That's a whole other topic for another day. Why is Meghan Markle's father going to miss the royal wedding? Her father would miss her wedding in a statement issued. But 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 do we know why? My father will not be attending. I've always cared for my father and hope he can be given the space he needs to focus on his health. Oh, I guess he's not doing well. Okay. There you go. Meghan Markle from the TV show Suits, which I have not watched, but apparently is supposed to be pretty good. Although I do not like the whole Suits culture. You might be into that, wearing your power suits and whatnot, but not, not for this guy. Hey, thank you for listening to this Rigor Moreau show. I hope we got to a lot of interesting topics. I hope overall you thought the show was awesome. And I hope you think that Norway is a great place. And that you, if you have, if you feel sick, don't let your workplace push you to the point of getting so sick that you're suffering every freaking second. You stand your ground and you say, you find someone to fill in for me. And, and you take care of stuff. And I will get better. Thank you. And I will talk to you soon. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Foreman, and John Deere, the engineer. Oh, that was FF episode. We didn't even say the episode. Sorry. Uh, 1,623. 1620. Whoops. Nope. 1627. 1627. Just like heaven. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.